This is the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams. All right, chapter seven. And this one, you guys, is, is going to be a really, really key chapter. And this was one of my favorite ones to write. And uh, just just by understanding this, I've, I've just, again, elevated my uh, investor savviness to the next level. So um, banks... So banks are the most profitable business in the world. I think in my in my book I talk about I actually ask that question like what's the most profitable business in the world? It's banking. And and when when I was told that, I was I was working at a bank and I didn't even know this. Like I was working at a bank and how do banks make money? They control their institutions that control our money way better than us. That's how banks make money. And they that's why they have all the nice buildings. That's why they sponsor the football stadiums and soccer stadiums and basketball stadiums. Like that's why they have all the money. Person that has access to capital will always win. That's um, the, the golden rule. I learned this from Nelson Nash is this idea of uh, whoever has the gold makes the rules. And, and that's why the process of banking is the most profitable business in the world. And Nelson... Um, who's again? I dedicate this is one. I acknowledge him by being one of the f- the people that have taught me so much about money. He goes out and says that you know banks are the most profitable business in the world. Controlling capital is so important, and we have to understand how to make the banking function our own. And so I'm going to go through five benefits to what banks are doing and how we can apply it to our own life. And, and I need this to sink in because if we can get these five things instead of being mad at the bank and saying, oh, like the banks are evil. Like, guys, let's start becoming our own banker. Like, let's start understanding how we can do that. So uh, and, and even if you're working out or doing something like either take note of this or write these th- things down, because these are going to be really, really key or better yet, buy my book <laughs> uh, and, you know, go along, follow along and on page 68. So uh, the first one is flow. Okay. Banks are experts. They're institutions that get money to flow to them. Think about it. We, we, we actually sometimes don't have to pay fees if we, if we opt into what's called direct deposit. And, and why do banks want that? Because they want as much money to flow into their control as possible, systematically, ongoing, like without even thinking about it. Like we want money to flow. So the idea of money flowing, um, why do you think 401k is like automatically, like a lot of companies automatically put you in. Wall Street wants your money to flow to them. Like again, every institution wants our money. They'll give us some kind of rate of return for the access and use of our money. So the first element that banks and how banks make money is they understand flow. Number two, leverage. We went through the example of the importance of leverage of, of the bank paying us one one dollar and uh, you know charging four percent. So they they pay us one percent, charge four percent. They they make three hundred percent ROI. And again, they have other expenses. They have to pay people. They have to pay. So they don't. They're not profiting three hundred percent. But just a simple leverage uh, is is what allows them to to make that. And I actually have a little chart that breaks that down. Like if you have a $100 investment and you earn 4%, you're, that's an ROI of 4%. But if you're a bank and pay one, $1 and earn three, you're actually 300%. So again, leverage is really important. Number three is liquidity. And if these kind of, these are gonna kind of like remind you, this is not gonna be the first time you hear some of this stuff because again, this it's I have to say things multiple times for us to get it. But number three is liquidity. The bank has all the money. It goes back to the golden rule. They have all the gold, so they get to make the rules. People come to them. Opportunities, when opportunities come, when we wanna buy a house, when we wanna buy a car that we can't necessarily afford, if we want to um, start a business, we're going to the bank. They're not like begging us to come. Like we're we're actually applying and they, they get to they get to control our money and, and make it miserable to sometimes get a bank loan. Think about that. 
because they have liquidity and access to funds, everyone comes to them and bends over backwards to, you know, listen to whatever they say. Number four is collateral. So not only do the banks have all the money, they get to use leverage, they have all the money flowing to them, but then when they do loan out uh, their your money, when they loan out the money, they make you put up your house or car or business or your per- like promise that you're going to pay their money back. So think about how brilliant this is. They, it's not even their money. They get money to flow to them. They're, they're making money on leverage. And then they like, oh, by the way, like you're going to pay us back. And if you don't pay us back, we're going to take your house. They understand collateral. So they're not, they're not even taking massive unnecessary risk. And number five, and this one is definitely the most profound out of the five is understanding velocity. And um, this one Velocity is the rate at which money is exchanged through one transaction to another. So think about it. The banks don't just make their money. They don't just sit on their money like what we're taught to do. Like, oh, put your money and let it sit there and, and, you know, come back 30 years later. Like, no, they are institutions that need to flip their money multiple times. Working at a bank, I can, I can share this with you. Like we are, we're always looking for opportunities to loan out that money or, or be a good steward of it. And if we're not, if we can't get enough loans, we're going to invest it in a safe investment because that money needs to be in motion. So think about this money in motion creates more money. And then that money in motion, when they loan out their money to me and I pay them back, they're, then they're taking that money and then they're loaning it right back out. Money in motion creates more money. So to kind of recap, this is going to be maybe the shortest chapter, but it's definitely the most profound, is the five elements to banking, flow, leverage, liquidity, collateral, and velocity. Understand that apply it in your own life. Trust me, we can become our own bankers if we get this and we do want to take the elements that has been working for the banks for a long time and apply it in our own lives. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. Make sure you press subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast player.